just so you know, this is a theme song that carried over to my karaoke life. I have karaoke. God. (laughs) The fact that you have a karaoke life (laughs) is so upsetting. Our favorite part of the movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long lost friend. Credits score. Where credits get the credit they're due. Why don't you do the intro this time? And I'll just I'll play off you. Oh cool. So I gotta do the setting up and then <laughs> you get the easy job. You know, well why, why don't you uh toss that volleyball up in the air and I'll just spike it. <laughs> that is exactly what I have planned. <laughs> Welcome to Credit Score. What what you talking about, Miller? Oh my god, every time we can't even get a few minutes in before Gary does his impressions that are so bad. Too. That wasn't even an impression. That was just me saying what you talking about, like I always do. Oh, it has nothing to do with yeah. the episode we're doing it no, right now whatsoever. No. I don't know. I'm just always asking that. What uh episode are we doing <laughs> this week, Gary? Well, everybody, gather around. We are doing different strokes. Different strokes. Actually, it's different, not different. Diff apostrophe rent strokes. That's right. That's right. So yeah. That is what we're tackling today, a little uh, little blast from the past, 70s and 80s TV show that, I don't know about you, but I watched when I was growing up. I did. Um, that's Gary over there. Oh, yeah. Gary sorry. Dudek. I just want to introduce him I feel, I for feel those like they, of you who are new to the podcast. They all know by now. Don't we everyone, have... Everyone knows I you? I think we're up to like a million followers and listeners, and uh, they're really? all... No yeah, one told me si- that. Since week oh, two, I think. Cool. Yeah. Week, cool. week one was such a success uh-huh. that we had, I think, about 500,000. And after week two, another 500K, we've just had a million listeners ever since. Do we since. get to put mattress ads on this now? <laughs> mattress. Buy get, a mattress. Get your Casper get, mattress. Get rid of that mattress that you currently have and get the one that they ship to you in a box. Yeah. It's like, how often are people buying mattresses? It's like one of those every 10 to 20 year purchases, yeah, right? Yeah, it's on every single podcast That's true. you listen to. That's true. That and uh, Audible. Audible. Yeah. We'll you get your Audible. Mattresses and books. And Stamps.com. I get a lot too. So, so you're gonna keep adding more and more companies. I'm hoping to they'll list. eventually so pay us. Just mattresses. <laughs> I'm hoping that they'll pay us if we say their their names a lot. But, uh, anyways, we're doing different strokes. I'm Max Miller, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, sorry. Gary doesn't want to introduce me either. And I'm um, Gary Dudak. Thank you for for listening. Um, hope you're having fun so far. This is episode. What is this? They've Not- already shut this off. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's they're gone. So just you and me. Uh, hey, you want to talk about mattresses? That's really all. I, that's really all I want. Um, episode nine, I think. Yeah, I, so thereabouts. Yeah. We're, we're getting to that point where we start kind of like not knowing which episode. We're yeah, doing. that's good. I like it. And um, that's a big thanks to you guys for uh, allowing this to happen. Yeah, thanks for the feedback we've been getting. Yes, indeed, we've gotten some uh, some fun facts. Yeah, thanks for the negative feedback too. I guess a little bit, a yeah, little bit here yeah. and there. But um, yeah, we've had some uh, some positive reviews. Thank you for those, and um, it seems like people are enjoying it, so we'll, we'll keep doing our best, our darndest. By diving in. Oh, diving diving right in. different strokes. That's right. Okay, so it's diff apostrophe rent mm-hmm. strokes. Which is actually really annoying on Google, because I every time I try to type in diff different strokes, it, and with the apostrophe, it just does different strokes, like spelled different correctly, but that's not right. But, but it, it, it knows. Go- saying, Google saying, knows, though. The saying it comes from... Different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why it pulls it, different strokes. Than, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it, it wasn't spelled like it's not spelled like that in the saying. Did you ever? Did you find why they did the apostrophe? Was it because of like the famous Muhammad Ali quote or whatever that it's supposedly supposedly from? I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's supposed to be um, the way it's being said or if it's like diff parent like a different parent. Mm. Is that because this is a new parent for them? Interesting. Or this is like a new. Yeah, I, I never got to the bottom of the the meaning of that apostrophe. Or maybe it's just because different did not work for the theme that, song, so they had to say, like, okay, that we're actually call makes thing. the most sense. Yeah, yeah, different strokes. I mean, how do you say different? Is it? It's does it is more like two syllables? Than it's three. supposed to be. I guess it's different. Different. But nobody says different. Well, now I'm thinking about this all differently. We'll sing it like yeah, like different. But. Yeah. Uh, well, going back, yeah, let's give him a little taste here, and then I want to talk about this song and uh, my background with the show. So. Okay. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. Nice. Okay. For those of you that are new here, we don't we don't give you too much. <laughs> we like to listen Spoon to a little feed, bit. Spoon feed, baby. Right now, we're staring at the city. 
the big city of uh, looks like I don't know, probably Omaha, Nebraska. I yeah, think. <laughs> yeah, I love Omaha. That's exactly where this this. No, show I assume took that's place. Manhattan, right? Yeah, uh, it's New York. Yeah, New York, um, New York City, the Big Apple, as they say, with the big old different strokes title. I like that they dive right into it. Yeah, like we just we just got straight to the song. It's a it's a white font, kind of a fancy uh, little curves on the S's is this and the, the D's. First show we've done where the font is what our credit score artwork is kind of making fun yeah of. i think that so yeah yeah it's closer art. it's closer it must have yeah. started in the 80s and then kind of like carried into like full house and family yeah, matters I mean, with those that. were the big ones we were kind of emulating it's almost it. like this the, is this is like the city in the background with like yeah. grainy footage it's like the silly fonts that you when you first started using the computer in like the 90s or whatever that like comic sans and stuff like that it's got kind of that with a little bit of like calligraphy to it, sort of with the with the curvy S's and the the curve under the R. It's pretty cool. It looks, it looks nice on that screen with the the shot of the background of the city there. Yeah, um, I like it. I enjoy it. That's why we we did that. Yeah. for credit score. So this we sh- we should point out is the original version of the opening credits. Oh yeah, yeah. Theme, Sorry, because there are many versions. So different strokes was on for eight seasons. Yeah, a um, long time. The long eighth run. of which was on a different network. I think it went for seven seasons on NBC. NBC gave it the axe. ABC picked it up for the last season, which I thought that was a kind of a relatively new thing. I guess it's been happening for a long time. I thought it was kind of weird when a when a show switched networks or went to like Netflix or whatever. Yeah, but I guess it happened back in the day too. Um, but yeah, hundred and I think it was hundred and eighty nine episodes over eight seasons. From what I gathered, they did four different theme songs, maybe five. Like four I mean, sorry. The theme song was the four credits, different yeah. opening credits. Yeah, with and I the, think I've got a few of us for us to like, kind of go through yeah, a bit. Yeah. But the song was always the same. Um, always the now the world don't move. Now here's a question for you: Does that now bother you at the very beginning? Because it kind of bothers me. No, let's take a little another little listen to it here. Now the world don't move to the beat. Why not just the world don't move? I do have some issues. The, the now doesn't bother me that. Much. Just start but with. I do have some the issues world with some of the move. stuff that some of the lyrics as we get into. Oh it. yeah, yeah we, I, I, look, I do too. But look, I know poetic license. I know all that. But sometimes it's just so forced. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to those. It's okay, not as bad as the Adams Family scream though. Scream. A little, little oh, callback. Go, go back to that Adams Family episode we did. Yeah, and still bothers me. Scream. It was about two episodes back, I think. And it's yeah. yeah we we're still angry about it. A scream. That's not. That yeah. doesn't. That's not how you say scream. But anyways, it's not a big deal, but just now the world don't like why the now? Why not why not just the world don't move? Because you're, you're 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 lecturing someone. You're lecturing people. <laughs> okay. Now now. Yeah. Now now. There okay. I get it. Now yeah. now, kids. Yeah. Which um, I mean we can mention now quickly that Alan Thick. Yes, the is late one of the great co writers of this. Yeah. Was he the co writer? I thought yeah, he was the writer. He, no, he wrote it with someone else. I have their name somewhere here. Let's see. Okay. He wrote it. He co-wrote it with Gloria Loring and Al Burton. Oh, okay. I thought that they were. I thought he wrote the lyrics, but they were like the composers or something, right? Is that maybe? Okay, maybe I guess that. I don't, I don't know what the in the music biz that's it. still a writing credit. So I see. And he's um, singing. He's one of the. Singers he's one of the on featured there. singers. I yeah. couldn't find the other singers though. Like, I, I looked it up to see who he's. It always says Alan Thicke is one of the featured voices on the theme song. Who are the other ones? Was it those other two maybe, people? It could be. It could be uh, uh, Gloria and Al. Either because no, it sounds it like it's like there's more. It's like some backtrack there. There's more than just one voice. But it should be pointed out that Alan Thicke, uh, R.I.P., wrote several theme songs. Yeah, this was, was theme this, song king. He's kind of like the maybe the, the late seventies, early eighties. Vic Mizzy, who we talked ah, about, with yes. the Adams Family, and yes, Green Acres. Yep. So Alan Thicke did different strokes, which was most likely his most famous, and the Facts of Life, debatable. Because I, he also did these the facts of life, like you said, which yep. is also a big one. What was the other big to. one? Wheel of Fortune. Oh yeah, yeah. But I did I I that's not to me, Wheel of Fortune's theme song is just Wheel of Fortune. How did they come up with those lyrics? <laughs> so what I don't I don't think of the theme song for Wheel of Fortune really as much as these. Yeah, so. he must have just done the music. I don't know. But yeah, so Alan Thick writes it. Um just so you know, this is a theme song that carried over to my karaoke life, I have oh karaoke. God, the <laughs> I- fact that you have a karaoke life is so upsetting. I I have karaoke this song many o times at the bar, and it's a fun one. It's a crowd pleaser. Let it me is, tell you, it is very catchy. I think this might be the catchiest one so far. Well, I I mean, or Kimmy Schmidt is catchy, but this is a different kind of catchy. I don't know. I've been 
I cannot stop singing this since we, exactly. we knew we were going to do this this week. And I ju- it's in my head all the time. Yep. It's in my head when I'm showering. It's in my head when I'm driving. It's in my head right uh, now. Yeah. You're freaking me out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> God, get, get it out of my head, Gary. <laughs> Fake it. Stop, please. I can't stop. Um, no, I hear you. 100% same thing for me. All week long, I've been no, the world don't move, just under my breath and then bol- just belting it out at times to scare my wife and child. But I, I have karaoke this many times. I think there was a period of... Maybe it was like in the 2000, I'd say the early aughts when I was a frequent patron at a karaoke bar here and there. I would, oh, so I, your karaoke life is in the past. Well, I, you know, you know, I kind of moved on a little bit. I, I'm in a band now, oh, you know. Dropping the band. <laughs> but no, I love this song is what I'm trying to say. It's really good. Super catchy. Very sing-songy. Um, should we hear a little more? Yeah, let's take okay, a little bit more. It. Let's take a look at some of the these original credits because they definitely changed. Season it. one, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're at the city now. Mm-hmm. View of the city. Okay, pause it. Okay. There's the man. Yeah, the man is born. He's a man of means. And that's the man. Conrad Con- Bain. Yep. He plays, uh, what's his name? Philip on the show? Mr. Drummond. Oh, Drummond. Yeah. 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 Philip Drummond, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. Was Phil just like the go-to name for like the re- like like Uncle Phil? And uh, there was somebody else that was Phil. There's uh, one in Modern Family. Yeah, I think yeah. Phil is just like a dad. Just a super. Name. Yeah, I think Phil I is the name of the guy. In, do you know in, any Phils? No, I don't. Oh no, I do. I I know one. I know I have a but an old pal named Phil Hoxie, So yeah. that's one. When your karaoke buddies? No, I no, I, I don't bet. think so. But there's a lot of Phils on TV, especially rich old dudes like. Uh, like I just think guy. like yeah, I can see as a writer if you're thinking, oh, I need a dad's yeah. name. Phil is a go-to. I mean, besides Gary. <laughs> My name is frequently mocked in the uh, TV and internet world, so rightfully not, so, not quite as Phil level. But anyway, so we see Conrad Bain riding um, in a it's it's a limo or it's just like a like a like it's town either car a, it's either a type thing. I think it is a limo actually, but uh-huh. it could be a nice town car. I think we'll mm-hmm. see a bigger shot of it. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I think it is a town car. You're right. Nice three piece suit. Yep, he's looks like a man of means for sure. Okay. Um, by the way, what might be right for you may not be right for some. I mean, like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> like, some just, things are okay for you. Some things are not okay for but anyone else, pretty, other people. But right. Like, it's not yeah. saying, like, what, what you might like, somebody else might not like. They're saying what might be right for you. I think it's saying the same thing. Well, I don't know. It's yeah. a little a little deeper, I think, than that. But anyways, here is uh, Phil. I forget I hope his Drummond. name is Phil. His name better be Phil. It is Mr. Drummond. screaming at You're us. right. <laughs> Somebody check my facts here. Do we have a Don't researcher? Don't check Gary's facts ever. Don't check our facts ever. Do we? we get a lot of stuff wrong on this podcast, and we are <laughs> proud of it. So don't you come at us. Yes, we have had some notes. that We've made some mistakes in the past, um, and I appreciate them. And you're, you're welcome to email us, follow us, shoot us a DM when we're wrong. We'll ignore you completely. Well, I, I'll... Yeah, Gary, we'll, Gary, we'll mostly ignore you. Gary I, takes it to heart. I do, I do. He has a hard time sleeping, but I <laughs> I do not care. All right, just so, just so we know, I've confirmed it's Philip Drummond. Okay. So I'm okay. I'm right there. Good. Thank God. All right, let's should we carry on a little bit. We, we see Philip here, man yeah. of means. Yeah, he looks a little like he's not super happy because he's, he's alone. He looks a little deep in thought yeah. in that town car. Then along come two. They got nothing but the jeans. All right, pause it, pause it. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Good, okay. Per- what did we just see? a lot to take in there. Yeah. All right. So in such a short amount of time. Right. Okay. So as soon as the lyrics say "Along Come Two, yeah, we see a playground, yeah. um, an inner city playground. Yeah, it's Harlem. It is Harlem because the original uh, title of the show was supposed to be forty-five minutes from Harlem. That's right. Forty-five minutes from or two? two. I forget. It's one of those. Yeah. But but I guess where the penthouse was wasn't that <laughs> yeah. was a little was a lot Park further. Avenue is actually like 15, it's only like fifteen minutes from yeah. Harlem, so that did not work. Yeah, so forty five minutes didn't really make much sense. But so you see like a, a supposedly a Harlem playground. You see a bunch of uh, black children playing some hoops. All right, the lyrics say, "Along come two, they got nothing but their jeans." Right? Oh, like Brandon in the Beverly Hills episode. Where he's only wearing his <laughs> jeans and no t-shirt. Go listen to the Beverly Hills episode. Oh my god! Because that was our first episode, and and we discussed why Brandon is in his bedroom in just his jeans yeah. and no shirt. But that's he answers the door. Got or his nothing parents, but his jeans. No, but that that's not a saying. They got nothing but their jeans. The saying is, and but we're talking about jeans. G or sorry, J. They have to rhyme it with means. They get themselves painted in yeah, the corner. But it's kind of a double entendre because I when I first heard the song. Years ago, before I looked up the lyrics, I thought it was nothing but their genes, like their genes, like G E N E S, like their DNA, because playing off the whole black 
kids, white guy thing. I, I'm not even saying it's like a like terrible racial thing or anything. It's just I didn't know what it meant. I didn't realize it was a kind of a double entendre there, or it could be anyways. Because I've never heard of, oh, I got nothing but my jeans. You hear nothing but the shirt on my back if they're if it's insinuating that they're poor, I think. Yeah, yeah. I again, I think it's really it has to just do with the rhyming thing. Yeah, they're like they got nothing. They probably want to say shirt off their back. Like they got nothing but the shirt on their nothing back. Nothing but, but they're like we just close. Yeah, man of means. What? <laughs> it's too late. We can't go back now. That's a good point. So Anyways, they're playing. The, the kids are playing uh, basketball. Yep. And I will point out here that this is a terrible uh, setup for a basketball shot. Because no, what, no way he makes that. There's shot. no way. No, yeah, he the, like throws it. The he, trajectory of the shot. Okay, so what happens okay, so we is we got, we got yeah, Willis go and Arnold. Yep, the Tom, two, the two main Todd kids. Bridges yeah. and Gary Coleman. Yeah, and so Todd Bridges, Willis picks up Gary Coleman, his little brother, to shoot the basketball, and he like flings it upwards but forward. He fling, the trajectory looks like it would it would probably maybe make a five foot hoop. Yeah, because it's like first of all, if you go back a little bit. He so Willis is the is the big brother. Yeah. He he raises Gary Coleman maybe a foot. He doesn't like pick him up over his head. He picks him up to like where he's where he's right. And he's not that much bigger than him in these. I mean, Gary Coleman's a little guy, but yeah. you know, Todd Bridges is probably you know he's in a school kid. He's not that tall either. But he and there's a huge bath. The basketball looks really funny in Gary Coleman's hands. It's so big. But he picks them up so he's like they're like head to head. It's not yeah. like, like I said, he doesn't lift them all way up high so he can shoot the basketball. And the trajectory, like I said, goes maybe right. uh, maybe a foot over his head. No way it went in. The and the, the the long shot of the playground shows that it's a full size hoop too. It's like a ten foot hoop. So there's no way it goes in. But then it cuts and it shows the basketball hit the rim, bounce up, and then go in from like a weird angle. Yeah, too. like there's no way. It, it just <laughs> <laughs> Again, no one notices this when they're just watching the theme song for a split second. Only you got to have a deep, us, yeah, this breakdown deep analysis, <laughs> and we're here to point out that that does not work. He did not make that basket, but yeah. good for him. I'm glad he. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a feel good story, got, you know. Yeah. And it brings up if you you know play, we'll play here another five ten seconds, but they celebrate after uh, Willis and Arnold do with a little bit of a high five kind of thing that that carries on into future credits. So they do like the the low low five, five yeah high five yeah point point that's yeah. their that's their thing and that's where their names show on the screen as well and now Gary Col- or uh Arnold looks concerned yep they just made a basket so apparently you make a bat maybe they won the game there I don't know it's just because all of a sudden they're ready to just bail on the <laughs> just like it yeah you made the basket it's time to leave right. <laughs> By the I way, guess. if you can hear a gnawing in the background, my my dog Biscuit is going hard on a bone. He sure so is. So if you can if you can pick that up at all, it's it really makes the makes the, the podcast <laughs> entertaining. Okay, so they're at a boy B. They're gonna run off now. Yeah, they're done. Where are they going? Let's see. They're they're heading. Okay, yeah, we'll find out here. Now we've got Mister Drummond outside of the car, mm-hmm. and he's kneeling, and the boys are running towards him. For like a, a warm embrace, it looks like. But it's kind of a quick one, though. Right. But I, I found this amusing because, yeah, it does look like he, it looks like he's going, he, he's ready for a hug mm-hmm. and they both blow him off that, and jump in the car. It does <laughs> kind of look like that. One, okay, he was going for a hug and he's like, oh, okay, I'll give you a pat on the back instead as Arnold jumps in the car. Okay, maybe I'll get a hug from Willis. Nope. nope. That is so true. His arms are out like he's getting ready to just welcome him in. Huge hug, but they just run right in the car. It seems like they weren't on the same page for whatever was rehearsed. <laughs> like, like he he was told that he was going to get hugs, and they didn't get hugs. And and they the, the the whoever the director said no, just run, just give him a pat and run right in the car. And he was like, oh shit! So Mr. Drummond just had to tap him on the shoulder and push him in the car. Yeah. Out of context now, you would just think you would have no clue because they didn't, it wasn't like a dad hug. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, so you'd be like, okay, what the hell? Why did they just run into this dude's car? And then now it pans away. You see the town car leaving the city, the, the, the inner city. Did and they, did they, so, so 
this isn't like setting that this these opening credits aren't setting up the story of how it all happened no right? they're no. already living with him they're it, well so do they go back to harlem to play basketball and then he picks them up i, I don't th- remember the show this, i was a kid this these credits imply that this is the first time that <laughs> that they've ever been to his place which which we'll see i kind of spoiled the ending there but no i don't think that's how it went on the show on the show actually i don't know i've never i haven't seen the pilot episode in forever but on the show they their mom worked for him i think as a i don't know staff i, I have no idea and she dies so he adopts them and right. he's he's a widower as well so uh-huh. he's lost his wife uh-huh. they've lost their mom so he decides to adopt them but these credits imply that there there's always like a a dead mom yeah, or a parent totally. to, so like for a sitcom it's like it's yeah. a sad way to start starts like yeah uh, like Valerie's family Hogan's family there's like all sorts of uh and Full House too, yeah, Full right? House, yeah, unbelievable. I didn't, I didn't really think about that, but so yeah, it kind of implies that like he's just picking them up. From... I, 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 well, uh, and sorry, what about the Brady Bunch? What was that situation? Did everyone die? Uh, like the others die, or were they just I, like not around? Well, the other parents. I, I don't know if each parent died or if they just got divorced. I, I it had to have been because it was too old for divorce. Because each each parent had three kids. Yeah, and they Did ever mention the other. We'll get we'll get the Brady Bunch later. <laughs> But I, I have questions about that one. <laughs> All right. E- email us or uh, let us know if we if, what happened to the Brady Bunch yeah. parents. And uh, how I won't pay attention up. to it, but Gary will. I, I'll check it out. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, it implies that he's picking them up for the first time at their Harlem home. But maybe he just took them to go play hoops and they, they, they just they miss their, their friends. They just get excited every time they come back to this penthouse that they're driving to. Yes, because that's what we're going to see here now that... So, it's, a couple more names have flashed, by the way. Uh, Dana... Plato. P- Plato yeah. is the... Is the sister? She doesn't yeah. get a she doesn't get a visual in these opening credits, yeah. but she was on the show. Yeah, she's Philip Drummond's son, daughter. Our da- daughter. <laughs> wow. Uh, Don't fact check Gary on that one, please. <laughs> yes, Dana Plato is Philip's daughter, and then we see Charlotte Ray. I think she was the uh, the maid. Yeah, she was the maid who eventually. She was spun off into Facts of Life. That's right. Yeah. And we don't see Charlotte. We just see her name. Just like Dana Plato. We see they flash her name on the screen for credits. Yeah. And now that okay, let's pick up the car is uh, in the back seat. See, they're pointing like, oh, there it is. Yeah. So they're pulling up to this penthouse, this fancy like yeah. uh, fancy apartment complex or whatever. Which condo I, complex. I, I read that they didn't get the rights to use this building, so they <laughs> had to abandon it in the next uh, seasons yeah. oh no shit yeah, it's part of why it's not in the next because they didn't like ask can we like film your building can we pay you to like just have this building in the credits that's funny so yeah yeah because as of right now you you what happened was they showed arnold and willis in the back seat with mr drummond they they're really excited they point but now you just kind of see the the half like the driveway and then so you haven't even seen the building yet but then they do in the next uh couple seconds here show like a shot of the high rise Yeah, they're looking at this place like they've never seen it before. Exactly. So he just swooped them up from, from the, playground. the playground. They just jumped in his car. And I mean, they really do have nothing but their jeans, though. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a backpack or anything. They don't yeah. have a suitcase. Well, they've got uh, just sweatshirts. Well, yeah, nothing but their jeans and their sweatshirts, but you can't Change fit that lyrics. in the lyrics. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last shot is from... We're, we're sitting inside... The fancy car. Yep. And they're walking into the penthouse together, and they turn and look back. They So they left us in the car, so we don't get to go. Yeah, I, I, and I don't really understand this. Like, why are they looking back? Like, this is our new, like, see you later, suckers. We're going in the rich guy's house now. Yeah, but like, see you later, suck, like, to the, is it to the driver? I guess. Like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> the window, I mean, or whoever was in the back seat with them, was there somebody that we didn't see? It's, it's just, very strange. Yeah, there's, there's no way to explain. Mm-mm. Sometimes they just abandon everything else they've done. <laughs> Up until this point, and they're just like, this is a cool shot. Uh, Powerful so that's ending. That's how though. it ends. Yeah. What were, what were some lyrics that we missed there? So they got nothing but their jeans. There's a, there's a not a lot, not it's rhyme a, that I don't like very much. Now the world don't move up. to the beat of just one drum. What might be already for you may not be ever some. Man is born. He's a man of means. Long come to. They got nothing but their jeans. They got different strokes. And it's like everybody just got a special kind of story. Everybody finds a way to shine. No matter what they got, not a lot, so what? Uh, they'll have theirs, you'll have yours, and I'll have mine. There it is, yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's what we missed. And together we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Max is singing now yeah. for everybody. I like I'm going it. going to karaoke. Let's do this thing. <laughs> I know a karaoke bar we're going to hit up tonight. 
Um, yeah, so that's that's the original theme song, season one. Cool. And then let's let's just take a quick. I don't want to go through all of these, you yeah. know, but just a quick at some of the changes over the years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh. Did they so they didn't use the same one for season two? Did they switch it to? I think season three is when it switched. When it switches to yeah, the okay. But I'm not you know kind of like don't uh, fact check me on this. Well, fact check Gary. Don't fact check me. Yeah. Either way, it still opens with the shot of Manhattan or the the city, the New York City. Same font. Okay, so now we get like, now we get like actual clips um, from the show. Yeah. So this is like, so this is like, we see this a lot in the past with shows we've done. Is the first season they have to have something, but they don't have the clips yep. to like pull from the show. And then in the future they just like pull like show clips. So it's yeah. Alf was a perfect example. The yeah. first season had very original credits where he was running around the house and kind of uh, spying on everybody or yeah. surprising everybody with the camcorder. And then season two and three or whatever uh, was show clips where like it was like, okay, we have a highlights now from how great the show was. But this is actually kind of funny because it does like a live action shot and then it changes to a still frame when it shows their... I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't understand why they decided that... That oh, there are dogs barking wow, outside. Wow, what the hell? I thought it was biscuit. This is a first. very professional podcast studio. I have. There's dogs barking outside. There's a dog gnawing on a bone in the other room. Yeah, my microphone stand keeps hitting my beer. So there are yeah stills all of a sudden, and it really is weird. Yeah, like, it, it's too. The stills are there for too long. Why didn't they use the footage of them moving? Yeah, it's it's jarring. It Just makes, flash their name over their live action shot. Yeah, it's really bizarre. So I mean that. So we won't listen to this, but they, that's that's how these credits go. Well, go go a little bit further because I I do kind of like how once they get past their names, they show some. Uh, oh, they show. I know why I like this. They show Dana for the first time, the daughter. Oh, okay. In the opening credits. So, like, so right, once, yeah, go past. Right yep. <laughs> it's like the most bizarre shot of her too. She's like dressed like a prince. There, I guess it's Halloween, maybe. And there, and so so then we get her yeah. like actual face in the credits. Exactly. Um, they're probably like the show's been, you know, gotten some action, mm-hmm. and they're, they're they're probably a little getting some yep celebrity status. Of course. Um, I mean, we we will mention that it's a very sad ending for a lot of the people on this show. Yeah, I didn't it think did not, we were gonna do that. Yeah, I, I don't know how you don't <laughs> say that. Yeah, Todd it's a, Bridges is the only surviving member of this cast. Yeah, of the of the, it, I think all the maids are dead as well. Kind all of them? I think so. There was three. There oh my was, god! I I think so. I could be wrong about that. I can't that. do karaoke tonight. No. <laughs> uh, yes. Gary Coleman, we know, passed in like 2010, I believe, um, from health issues. Dana Plato uh, got into substance abuse, and I think she died in the 90s in Vegas, uh-huh. uh, an overdose, I believe. Todd Bridges has legal issues. There's this thing called the curse of different strokes, where they talked about how all these terrible things befell the cast. They never really, They never really made it. In Hollywood, after the show, it was like their big break, and nothing ever really came after that for all of them. So. And Gary Coleman is on, like he 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 had that um, what is the 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 condition where he kind of he looks like a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Webster, he's getting older. Yeah. Um, and he probably like I can understand like people coming up to you and wanting you to do a catchphrase every single like he totally. He, at a certain point, I think he stopped doing it because people yeah. were always asking him to do. What, what, you it, what is that catchphrase? Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> God damn you, Gary! Don't make me do this. Um, so I have a what Gary, you about, I have Gary Coleman story. In in high school, I interned on a rap music video, and Gary Coleman was in it. And my job was to go to the airport and pick up Gary Coleman. Whoa! And drive him around. That's pretty sweet. It is, but I felt so bad for him because I was just this high school kid. Yeah. Him up in like my Nissan Pathfinder, <laughs> and he like had to sit and trying to make conversation was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I did not know. Well, how you're to bad talk at that in, in general. So yeah. having to and do you with know Gary you Coleman, can't say the catchphrase, and all that's in your head is the catchphrase. <laughs> and it was just a very uncomfortable experience for both of us. Oh my god, that's and pretty I have awesome. To imagine that most of his life was uncomfortable experiences like that with people. Yeah, yeah. He's actually in one of my favorite comedies, um, Dirty Work. Oh yeah, with Norm Macdonald uh-huh. when he has like a he has like a fever. Or he has like a hallucination, in the, and, he, and he sees Gary Coleman sitting in his car, and I think he actually says the "What you talking about?" Uh, I think does he say "What you talking about?" I forget. Either way, then he does like this funny laugh, and it's just a little cameo. I'm sure for the right amount of money, he oh, would yeah. be willing to say it. For, I think like he did for, several for times. Like, like you walk into him out on the street, yeah. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> what anyway, you talking about? Um, so let's move on to just like 
a little bit later in the series, mm-hmm. um, season six. Yeah, I think I, I think I picked this one, and it was specifically because I liked one of the clips. Okay. Well, it does change again, and now we've got moving. We got credits moving credits where they've they've gone past the still photos. Three seasons later, somebody was like, "This is stupid. <laughs> Why are we fucking doing this? Put some moving pictures in." And uh, yeah, so just play, just pick a random spot. Go ahead was and play there a, a play spot it. in particular you wanted. To yeah, it's for? where uh, it's where Jerry Tolman has the Mr. T. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's He's go. dressed Let's like Mr. T. I think it's towards the end here. Yeah, I think so too. There are some different characters too. There's a different maid. I think they had three maids throughout. Um, because the one became the th- there it is right there. It's in the middle. So okay. this is is this on his credit? I think it is. I think it's right after. It, it's like you know, it's they do it a little bit different where it's kind of like after Conrad Bain, it's a lot of Arnold and Willis together. So. Okay, so yeah, he's in his Mr. T. <laughs> he looks so his funny. Mr. T outfit in season six. It's yeah. like his Mr. T. I guess it's his. I don't know. Is it the A team or is it his Rocky? I think it's Rocky. Okay. I think it's, I think it's I mean, his club. It's, it's his Clubber Lane. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a mix, but he's got the hilarious Mr. T hair and all the gold chains and stuff. It's pretty good. Hey, play. Let's just hear a little bit of the song. Let's give her. Yeah, it's right in his credit. And then there's actually a pretty funny Todd Bridges right there too. That makes me laugh. But he's just like he's, putting a mustache. He's on putting a mirror. fake mustache on, yeah. cracking up, laughing. Yeah. In the uh, you don't even have to know what's going on in that episode. It's just a good time because that's what I would do with a fake mustache in the mirror. <laughs> And it's funny, like, I watched the show. Did you watch the show a lot? Like, That's okay. This is what I have to talk about, because I went through this with Alf. Yeah. Like, I have memories mm-hmm. of consuming these shows. Yeah. But I was born in 82. It, yeah. How I, could I have actually sat and, like, watched it? Yeah, it would have been re- it, same it for me. It has to be repeats, right? We had to have watched it in syndication, because, I mean, there was a ton of episodes. Yeah. But I don't remember a lot of, like, the... Like, there are certain episodes of Alf that I remember, like, storylines and certain aspects of it. I don't remember a lot of the stuff. I all I remember is him saying what you're talking about, Willis. And I don't remember like there's every time I looked up the show, they would always go to the special episodes. You know what I'm talking about? Where like they where they tackled like drug issues. Yeah. And then there's the bicycle man, where there was like a two part episode about a bicycle man who was a pedophile. Oh god. And he tried he tried to like lure uh gary tolman and his and his friend oh god yeah and that i don't remember that at all so uh, that had no effect on me i don't think unless i you know avoided. Well, it's supposed to teach you something gary See, that, that's what i'm saying i, I go guess off with strangers i never learned especially bicycle men <laughs> i don't think i ever went to a bicycle shop growing up so maybe it subconsciously taught me that but i feel like a man with a bicycle could lure you away now <laughs> for some reason <laughs> yeah sure i'll take my shirt off for a few pictures well i got nothing one? but my jeans what's the- <laughs> But anyways, I don't really remember a lot of the storylines. I mean, you know, I remember watching it. Just don't. It just it's so long ago, and I haven't seen it on TV. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of racial yeah conversations. Yeah, I, for I assume sure. there's the issue that looking back on this with the the white savior. Yeah, but I I don't know how much that is in this. I I mean, he's a rich white guy that saves two kids from the inner city. But how rich, by the way? Because I think I read that he in he, first of all he inherited the money. Okay. Oh, so uh, Mr. Drummond was a trust fund kid? Yeah. 1.5 million was what I read. Oh, that's a lot in the in the 80s is, or especially is, late is 70s. Is that much? I don't know. Then? Like I, what is that what, what do you think that I don't have my now? I don't have my inflation. I, probably 10 million? Gary does the average between our two credit <laughs> scores at the end of this, so I thought he could do the That's one, where my math could, ends yeah, right yeah. there. Um I I would say yeah, probably 10 million maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe 20. It's, it was the late 70s when this, okay. when this debuted. Okay, okay. so that's... Yeah, I mean, it had to have been a, a significant amount back then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that was my favorite part of season I, six. I balk at 1.5 million these days. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're doing so well with this yeah, podcast. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's that's pocket change there. Uh, but yeah, that was my favorite part of season six was the um, Mr. T and Todd Bridges laughing in the mirror. Okay, so let's skip to the last one, which is season eight. Just just a little bit, right? Which, wh- like I pointed out, was yeah. on ABC instead of uh, NBC for the right. first time. Yeah. So the big change is really that everything takes place in picture frames. There, it's really weird. Yeah. So it, like everyone's yeah. Why, why don't we give our fans the intro again? Just go back to the beginning. Yeah, I just wanted to hear it. <laughs> I just love the intro. So it's still the same, like different strokes over the city, but now everyone has their credit. In like three, two or three picture yeah. frames, it's weird. It's really weird. It, like, also, how many picture frames do you have around the house? 
like there's so many picture frames. They're all like really, credit. they're all really like kind of tacky too. They're kind of like gaudy silver and gold frames. I feel like someone, whoever's decision it was to do like the still credit, came back. So, yeah, or someone yelled at them and said, "You come up with something fucking spectacular." And this person came back with, "Oh, the picture frames," which back then was probably like, "Oh, cool, they're yeah. picture frames." Now you know we do that on our iPhones. But. <laughs> to me, it's like super distracting because it's like. You're looking at three different clips at the same time. Maybe it was like cutting edge at this time. Like, hey, we can have three different things going at the same time. But and that one's weird, by the way, where he's recording the maid for some reason. Uh, Mr. Drummond. <laughs> Mr. Drummond like, has record, a camcorder out. Picture frame recording the maid. Yeah, hit play. In like a, in like a feather boa. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Mary Jo Catlett. Yep. Okay, here's another new thing. New uh, featured actors. Danny Cooksey. Danny Cooksey, and apparently um, later on in the series, they wanted to give Mr. Drummond a wife because ratings were kind of plummeting. So they gave him a love interest, and they brought in a new friend for Arnold. Do you think it was also because like people were a little creeped out that he was like with the boys all yeah. the time? Yeah, I mean he had a—he's just a dad, you know. He has. A, yeah, I'm like I had no problem with it, but yeah. Um, so they bring in these new characters, and they give them their little oh, their credits. Hit play a little bit more because I want to point something out at the end here. So here's his new wife, I think. Mary Ann Mobley. Oh, heavy, heavy yeah. kissing in the opening credits from Mr. Drummond and, and his new wife. So now we're looking at a wall look of... At, okay, so the, the two pictures on the side now are, are Arnold and Willis like looking at them... Making out. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> and like, not looking at them like, like oh, gross. They're looking at them like, yeah. Lovingly. Yeah, like, this, yeah, is, this, is, yeah. this is good stuff. Go for it, guys. Um, okay, play a little bit more because I want to point something else out. Ah. Oh, that, that's actually funny. I like that. Where where Gary Coleman gives his brother the they make them inter the picture frames interact even though they're yep. different clips from different shows which is that's fun he does the yeah. like tongue fart thing at at, at Arnold or wanna, at, at Willis I want to point out a weird Danny Cooksey who we just mentioned fact that I have in my head for no reason whatsoever this is not from looking it up he's a little redhead child actor by the way he was Edward Furlong's friend at the beginning of Terminator Two oh that goes to the arcade with him and rides on the bike with him and then like that's right tries to like get the Gets like thrown into the machine by the the bad Terminator. That is that is the correct. That is correct. Yeah. I'll uh, play a little bit further. We're almost to the end here. Okay. A lot of fa- okay. Hit pause. At the very end, we get a full shot of the family, the new family. Yeah. And Dana Plato is in it, but she does not get credits in the final season. Oh, she that's is not a featured. If you if you play the whole thing, she doesn't get her own featured because oh. she was only a guest star because. She got pregnant in like season six or seven and started having the substance abuse issues. So the the show didn't think it was right to keep her on. So they like I think they wrote her off on the show as like, oh, she's going away to Paris to do school for a few years. But she did come back the final season as like three two or three episodes as a guest star. Interesting. So she is in okay. the credits, but, but she is so so she doesn't have her own credit, but yeah. she's in at the very end. And we should point out that they're all of a sudden like looking at the camera singing the theme song that- to us. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of weird. Man, ABC, whoever the ABC execs were... There's no consistency. No, but they, they swung for the fences, though. Yeah. Like They really went with the picture frame thing, interacting. And at the very end, the whole family is singing the song on the couch. And they do like the hands out world. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty nice. I like yeah, it. I do. I do like it. They look... It was a good way to go out, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Is Todd Bridges starting to lose his hair here? Yeah, it looks, that, like, it looks like he has a receding hairline. It's time, it's time to stop the show. When the, yep. Yeah. When for sure. teenage... Teenagers losing his hair. Exactly. And I feel like okay, Gary so Coleman those looks are the, the same. Those or, are the opening credits. Yeah, that's it. Yep. The opening credits to Different Strokes. Theme song is phenomenal. Very good. Good job, Alan Thick. Yeah. What was your best moment out of you can pick from any of these? Yeah. From I, I think it's the one I pointed out earlier. It's actually a combo of Gary Coleman walking out as Mr. T. Just it's just so hilarious how it's confident good. and how the perfect outfit. Um, and then I like <laughs> I like Todd Bridges laughing at himself, With putting mustache. on a fake mustache. <laughs> uh, I mean, those are my two visual highlights. Um, I would say that just the opening blast of "Now the World Don't Move" it oh, gets but me every you time. Like the now, you just you're right. I do, well, you're right. I'm conflicted. I I I say why do they include the now? But it, it, it is catchy, and the shot of the different strokes on the city backdrop, the backdrop is really good. So I, those three things are. I usually only pick one highlight, but it's tough with these. There's so many. Um, what's yours? We we talked about it a little bit, but the the limo 
at the beginning mm-hmm. where they're running towards him and he's got his arms open for two embraces <laughs> and they just ignore him and jump into the the yep the, it makes me laugh so much come give your new dad a hug nope just please go watch that you don't have to watch all these credits but go watch the original opening absolutely we'll, we'll link to them and just watch them running towards him and then him like with his arms open twice expecting a hug and not getting it. It's so weird because if he, if he just wanted to get him into the car, he would be doing like, come on. Like, yeah, he'd do, yeah he'd right, do the, right. He's definitely like... Yeah. He's it got, was not planned. I, I just, I don't know what happened there. It had to have been a different page where yeah, like yeah. one one director on set was like, hey, Mr. Drummond, they're going to give you a big hug. And they told the kids, just run right into the car. Jump into the car. You're <laughs> excited to be there. All right. What's your low light? It's the frozen photos in season three. It, <laughs> I just, it does not make any sense to me, like, it's, why they would do that. It's so uncomfortable. It's, like, jarring. It, yeah, and, yeah. And it goes from the moving shots to, like, close-ups of their face, too. It's not like, like, if they were doing moving shots and then it kind of still it froze it for us just a second, that would be one thing. But it's so long in the still shot. There's that, no logical explanation to not just have those moving shots and then put their names up while the shots are yeah. moving. To cut to a photo and it's frozen and that's that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I have well we've already mentioned it I hate the basketball shot it just they they had so many chances to just have him shoot it a little bit higher like just push it a little bit higher and then and then it would look like it was actually going in so that bothers me and then the other one is when uh, Mr. Drummond is for some reason recording (laughs) it's kind of funny too but he's recording his maid Dancing with a feather boa, I, something about it just I don't like. It just made it's off putting. But we are we like the kissing. We like the kissing. <laughs> oh, and the kids, the give kids me like, oh, give hey, me yeah, more of more kissing. Mr. Drummond and his new wife making out, and the kids <laughs> looking on. Uh, <laughs> I'll enjoy that big time. So, um, new segment alert. Whoa! Do we have like a whoa, 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 whoa. No, uh, we don't have any sound effects. Whoop, yeah, whoop, we'll, just, we'll just do them whoop. ourselves. <laughs> We should have biscuit, biscuit. bark. Yeah. Well, he stopped eating his bone instead of making those noises. He's interested all of a sudden. Okay. What's so, the new segment here? So in Adam's family, we joked oh, yes. we joked yes. that they had a lion in the opening credits. And I joked that if you put a lion in the opening credits, you immediately get a point and a half in our scoring system. Yep. yep. So I think from now on we should say, would these opening credits be better with a lion? And where would you put the lion? Yeah. So the segment's called Better with a Lion? Question mark. <laughs> so would these opening credits be better with a lion? Fuck yes, they would. I they, feel like it, the joke is that it's never not going to be better. With a, <laughs> with, it's always better with a lion. I don't know. I mean, there, there could, we haven't thought of it yet. There could be an instance where a lion I maybe would ruin it. you we're not going to find one where it's not better with a lion. But for these, absolutely 100% a lion would be better. Where would you put the lion? I think it would have to be in. It couldn't do it in the open in the season one. It would just be too weird to have a lion walking in Harlem or something. But um, I think through the house, just kind of like Adam's family, where the oh, house nice. was where the yeah. house was a museum. Where if it just one shot, maybe like right after he walks through as Mr. T, there's just a lion walking through the kitchen or something. They like just put it in there and never said anything. <laughs> I, it would be the best. Or, or or if they included it and then cut away to like Gary Tolman's "What You Talking About Willis" face, like not saying it but just looking at the lion, like holy shit. That would be awesome. So I would put it. See, you say not in the in the original opening credits. I would put it. So Todd Bridges runs to Mr. Drummond, jumps in the car. Gary Coleman runs to Mr. Drummond, jumps in the car, and then a lion just behind Gary Coleman mauls Mr. Drummond. That's where I want to see it. Takes him out. See, I, I didn't know we were adding mauling to this. I thought just a, an appearance a of lion. a lion. You, you, know, you, you can, can do whatever you want. Whatever you want with that lion. That's yeah. It's a new segment. Woo, woo, woo. So. <laughs> All right, so and that so that yeah, so that would be an extra. I think you gave Adam's family an extra one point five for that. So I'll keep that in mind when we do our scoring later. So okay, before we do our scoring, we like yeah. to dive into some covers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have for you, Gary. Oh wow! Here is a just a a, a small version of Robin Thicke. Oh boy, who is Alan Thicke's son? Mm-hmm. Just kind of being forced to sing the theme song, which makes me laugh because he probably got that all the time. Oh my God, and yeah. he does not want to do it, but let's just take a little listen here okay. as, he, as he attempts to get this through is an this. an interview with uh, Glamour.com. Between the two. Okay, can we sing a quick verse of Different Strokes or one of them? Do you remember them? <laughs> oh no, God. I, I do, of course, but uh, I, would, I, I would just sing the way my dad sings it when he hits that last note because okay. I can pick his voice okay, out in the, in the harmony. Different Strokes rule the world. Oh, he does with the low one. First of all, he looks so much like Alan Thicke. And he sounds and like him there, too. Clip, yeah. It's, but you can tell he does not want to be doing no, that. No, he doesn't. And I hope 
people ask him this for the rest of his life. <laughs> just sing that theme song. Hey, Robin, remember when your dad wrote the Different Strokes theme song? How about singing some for us? But look at that interviewer. She's so She's so proud happy. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's so... so proud she got him to do it, even though it was like probably the worst part of the song to sing. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, he picks his dad's part out of the harmony, and his dad does the low part. Different Strokes through the world. That, that's the worst part. Yeah, it's better right. to go up. Yeah, yeah I don't, I th- he was probably just trying to like that's. There's no more to sing after yeah. that, so I'm just gonna sing the last <laughs> yeah. fucking line. That is a good. So we can't sing anything else. That's a good call. You he know? wanted to end that shit. Yeah. Okay. So what was the last movie we did, Gary? Uh, what episode? School of Rock. Okay. Was the last movie. Uh, so I found I yeah. found I found this clip of our good friend Jack Black. Oh, nice. Just singing this theme song. I don't know what this is from. He is our good friend. Yeah. Yeah. He, we were buddies. <laughs> So let's take a little listen to Jack Black. Let's take a selfie little, bit here. little rendition. Yeah. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you might not be right for some. A man is born. He's a man of me. <laughs> Very Jack Black version. Oh, my God. Then along come two. They got nothing but the dream, but they got... I don't know. Ricky Goo Goo. Yeah. He doesn't even say jeans. Man, he's really doing the Joker mouth there, too. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what the context is or if he's just doing it just because, but I love it so much. And then there's a cutaway. Does he go into another he's, song? He's just singing a little bit more of it. Now everybody got a special kind of... <laughs> there is, a, like any of these theme songs, there's always like an extended version. Yeah. So this is from the Still extended version. motherfucker, yeah, like I kind of want to make you shine. Anyway. So yeah, that is good. That's Jack Black doing the Tenacious song. D style, really. Um, I got a couple more for you here. This is just, you know how I love bedroom guitar mm-hmm. covers. Oh, I love God. people recording songs in their bedroom. <sighs> he does. He he. The vulnerability of it all. Yeah, just, it's just so it, intimate. It, it, hits my, it hits my soul and my heart. So uh, this is Michelle Zayla okay. doing her version in her bedroom. 146 views so far. So let's see if we can get those let's up. Let's bump her up. Here we go. Now the world don't move to the Ooh. Oh, yeah. Better than Jack Black. It, it's very nice. Better than Robin Thicke. Soothing on my ears. Alright, this is pretty good. Yeah. Makes me, listen, makes that, me kinda wanna let's learn give, it. Let's give Michelle a few more views, guys. Yeah. Please. Good please job, go, Michelle Zayla. Those links and go, That's go Michelle Z A Y L A. Oh boy, this one that I found. Oh dear God, I'm already terrified. Okay. This one, this cover is by the ukulele lady, the ukulele. Ukulele. She looks like a what's her name from Saturday Night Live? Gilda Radner oh, character yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she, she just she's in she's, her bed. She got really crazy toys and like. Color, it looks like Pee Wee's Playhouse, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. So let's just l- listen to a few seconds of this. Not bad. Not voice. bad. But it's kind of like a, a Disney princess. It's it's like she's doing a Rugrats character. May not be right for some. But she's just kind of strumming random chords. I don't think those are like chords I, of the song. They're hidden. I think. Okay. I think. It's Would little, you do karaoke with her? Is what I'm asking. Uh yes, okay. <laughs> definitely. So she has a few more views than Michelle. I think I think 200 views is good enough. Uh, yeah, for this, for this one. <laughs> Sorry, you, you lady, but we're not having it. Okay, so this last thing is not a cover. We're gonna post this, but because we talked about the opening credits and how weird they like the yeah, original ones, without context, how weird they are. Funny or Die a while back did it did the creepy <laughs> different stroke opening credits and they just put weird music over it. We'll just listen to a little bit of this. It's called a uh, disturbing strokes. Right, disturbing strokes. I just want to go to the part where he picks them up yeah. from the basketball court. Where he's wanting some of this music. Yep. There's the basketball so shot. Get the yeah. Music, and oh now my they're, God, it really they're is. gonna run into the into his car. Oh jeez, <laughs> it's really setting up for a serial killer movie. This right here, this music and these credits is why they gave him a love interest, Gary. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. Okay, so that's watch that because it's really funny. We're gonna yeah. post a link to that. This is the point where we do our rating system. It's that time. It is, we rate in key grips mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we don't know what key grips are. They're in end credits all the time. Yep. This is one email that if you send us, I will ignore if you yeah, tell us we what don't a key grip know what is. Key, yeah. key grips are. Don't tell us. Keep ever. it to yourself. We're going to say this every single time. Shut up. By the way, what is our email address? 
uh, creditscorepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. I had a friend ask for that. There it is. Yeah. One person asked for it. It was yep. Gary's friend. <laughs> so if anyone else wants it, there it is. No, no, no. My mom asked too. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. So anyways, uh, but don't email us about key drips. We don't want to know, but we do rate on a one to 10 scale of key drips. Um, is it my turn to go first? I don't know whose turn it is, but why don't you go first? Okay. Well, as I told you, I love the song karaoke many, many times to uh, uproarious applause and cheers. Um, Wait till you bring the ukulele. <laughs> God, it's hard to say. And it's a classic tune. And, it, you know, 1978, I feel like it's on the forefront of fucking just blazing trails for future theme songs. And Alan Thick, RIP, like I mentioned, I'm going to give this one a solid eight key grips. Gary? Despite all of the visual, you know, nonsense later on in the seasons, the song itself and the opening, eight. Solid eight. Eight key drips. Gary, this is a credits score first. Oh, but, oh no. I am going to give this a solid eight Whoa. key drips as well. I don't even have to do the math on yeah. this one. This was the first time. Yeah, we're right in the same. It is just alone. The song is just, like I said. So catchy. Like, so catchy. There's no way after listening to this, you aren't singing it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sing it for the next week or so. You're eventually going to hate it, but you're going to love it for the next few days yeah. for sure. And go back and, like I said, watch the watch the first season. It's the classic one. And if you don't want to watch any of the middle ones, skip to season eight and watch that one just for the weirdness of the picture frames. You'll get kind of the whole, yeah, the and, whole thing. And, and, and watch them all sing the, that the, final the, the, one <laughs> at the end, too. It's, it's it, a good time. It's really a good send-off. Yeah. So. All right. So, That's like it. I said, Matt, Max gives it an eight key drips. I give it an eight key drips. Final score, eight. Uh, or, sorry, final credits score of eight key drips. Uh, check us out on Instagram. And Follow us on iTunes. Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, even and Spotify, leave right? Wherever you can. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, my father in law wants us on the radio, but sorry for now. It's just going to have to be podcast. It's. Uh, on the internet and on your phone and stuff. So yeah, if you need directions to how to use that, go to Gary's father-in-law now because I think he's figured it out finally. Um, so next week, we, oh, dive, even... we, we dive into a movie because oh uh, yes, so this was yes. your pick. Next yeah, different strokes was my pick. It's a max pick next so week. Next week we're going to be doing the opening credits to. Hang on. You can tell by the way. Okay, it didn't, it didn't no? really sound like yeah, Saturday, you're right. Or you're right. Saturday Night Fever, but I'll, it, it kind of—it did not sound like that with the version you were doing. We're in doing, my head, it sounded better. We're doing Saturday Night Fever. That's so, right. Uh, Disco your baby. Bell bottoms on. Disco dare. Get ready. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Oh. I can't, no. I dis- can't. If I was gonna have a disco name, it should be Disco Do. Oh, don't. Like disco don't stew. do this at karaoke, please. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop. Hit. I'm gonna hit record. Please stop do this because. Gary needs to be stopped. We'll see you next week for a Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> <laughs>